Hello, Four Star Nation, and welcome to a special Tuesday, June 1st, 2021 edition of the show. Sports Talk Tuesday night. Uh, we got Nathan uh, Wilson in the room, Aaron Smith, Brandon Bumgarner, Ray McKetta, Christian Johnston will be joining us shortly. I am Wes Pruitt. We are Four Star Sports Show. We are so been presented to you by BA Masks. Uh, Forging the future of space, uh, not space masks, face masks around the country. Uh, for more information, reach out to bamask.com. Alan McFerrin and company do an amazing job to play like the pros and look like the pros. Go to BA Masks. Hey, if BA right. Masks made space masks, I would absolutely buy one. Yes, I would, because that would be a BA space mask. Uh <laughs> Just to uh, jump into a little bit of news from around the nation, I'll start. Uh, I guess my most interesting news was the James Madison softball team. Don't know if y'all saw this. Uh, the James Madison softball team um, is going to Oklahoma City. They what, what? made – yeah, they're going. They made it unranked. Nobody knew anything about them. This team, uh, just like Colgate uh, this past basketball season, James Madison played like the same team six times or seven times this year because of COVID. Uh, but, yeah, they're going. They are going. And I'm telling you, James Madison's going to be a threat. Going to be a threat. I think that softball, and we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but I think that softball uh, Oklahoma City tournament is going to be a blast. Uh, really started to enjoy watching softball a little bit more recently here, uh, but it's going to be fun. Nathan, we'll talk. Go jump to you next, man. Uh, what's your news from around the country? Man, I guess it's the news about Anthony Davis being a day to day on whether he's going to play or not. Uh, you know, he went down with a, uh, I think they said a groin injury in game uh, four, I believe. So. You know that I don't. I mean, I think that might hurt uh, LeBron and the Lakers. I mean, we without a uh, healthy Anthony Davis, we could be seeing LeBron's first round loss, and that that's going to be big, especially without Anthony Davis down there. So, but they said it's going to be a day to day, day to day for him, whether he's good for this game or good for the next game or when he's going to be good for. So that's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a big loss for the Lakers right now. I think tonight determines this series. I think if the Lakers win tonight, LeBron James will win another game and they're going to move on to the next round. If they lose tonight, I think they're done. Um, you can't count LeBron out, though, because he's LeBron James, uh, as right. I said a couple weeks ago on the show. But, yeah, uh, that is a tough loss for the Lakers, I think, Nathan, just because – the guy, Anthony Davis, is what? A, he's easily a top 10 best player in the world. Oh, easily. May, maybe top five. Um, and losing him is just, nah, I don't know. I couldn't lose him. If the Grizzlies had Anthony Davis and he was lost for, for day to day, that would that would be terrifying for me. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, Brandon, we'll come to you next, man. What's your interesting news? Okay, so my interesting news is uh, tennis star Naomi Osaka. The French Open, uh, I believe, is this week. And she has pulled out of the French Open. One of the top women's tennis players in the world uh, has pulled out due to uh, mental health issues. Um, just stress, overwhelming stress from the media, everything like that. And I fully support her. I think that we take for granted that a lot of these pro athletes uh, are just pro athletes, nothing more, nothing less. Um, when we have to realize that they're people t as well. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I really think this strikes a chord with me a lot because I know a lot of people that go through similar issues and to see a pro athlete uh, of her caliber, um, she's competing with the Serena Williams of the world. You know, she's an incredible tennis player. And to see her go through something like this and basically tell the French Open, like, uh, people that run the French Open, hey, screw you. My mental health is more important uh, than me playing in your stupid little tournament. I absolutely applaud her. And I think that 
the media um, should be just torn up over this. Uh, and it, it's making national headlines now, but it's kind of been a whole thing brewing for the last couple of weeks um, because she, she was refusing to do her post-match interviews because they stressed her out, which she would do her on-court interview and then she wouldn't do like her media time. And I don't think that anybody should be forced into it, you know? If you look at places like the UFC, so a guy could get knocked out and then be completely fine. Well, if it's a big UFC star, they don't make them meet with the media. They don't want that embarrassment. Now they'll address it eventually, but they don't meet with the media all the time. Now, don't get me wrong, like I'm a big uh, MMA guy, so like you see these guys go through similar instances as Naomi Osaka, and we don't think anything of it. Like I said, these guys are pro athletes. These guys and girls are pro athletes. And we don't think of them as regular people. We put them on a different pedestal compared to us. But in the end, they have the same brain and the same heart as all of us. And I applaud what she's doing. I'm proud of what she's doing. I fully support her. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, when you, when it comes to mental health, um, I mean, Rob Fisher uh, just is, is the first name, for one of the first things that comes to mind. Um, a guy that uh, has been battling uh, battling depression for quite some time. Um, and has just now started. He, he wrote a book. Um, I mean, he, he's come out and done numerous different things, uh, speaking engagements, things of that nature, uh, to try to help others. Uh, yeah, mental health is extremely important, and it's it's something that I, I think a lot of people overlook, uh, and, and it should not be. Uh, Aaron, coming to you next, man. Uh, what is your uh, interesting news from this week? Yeah, so uh, my interesting news is um, 76ers Joel Embiid with that knee injury from last night's game. Um, um, I feel like um, he's questionable for tomorrow's game. And and um, I feel like the 76ers have enough depth to maybe prevail, like move on to the next level. But trust me, losing Joel Embiid was, was a big hit, big hit on the 76ers. Um, and and I, hope, I hope it doesn't um, – destroy their chances of winning it all in my opinion I, I feel like 76ers have a chance to win it all and and um I think this this shows um how like this shows true good teams like for example Alabama and football um when someone gets hurt next man up Clemson and football when someone gets hurt next man up like true good teams, can't rely on just one player to be successful and to reach their goals. And I think it's um, time for 76ers to prove that. And even though Joel Embiid will be back next year and, and hopefully will be back throughout this, this uh, NBA playoffs, um, it was a big hit. And I hope his knee is okay. Um, they're going to look at an MRI, or I think his MRI just came out today, but they'll, they'll give – the results tomorrow. Yeah. I, Joel Embiid, um, Anthony Davis, another very talented star. Joel Embiid to me is very, very talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think anybody in this room would disagree with, I mean, would you know, not agree with that statement. Um, Joel Embiid is a beast. Uh, you pin him with Ben Simmons, which, which the 76ers have done amongst mm-hmm. others. Um, I, I think obviously they're, they're better than Boston. Um, yeah. we've seen that. I'm sorry, not uh, Boston, Washington. Uh, and, and we'll get more into that when we get into the NBA playoffs. But, um, yeah, I, I think a healthy Joel Embiid in that 76ers team is very dangerous. Completely agree. Um, Raymond? Yes. Top so, floor Ray. Top right, floor Ray. So. Um, <laughs> what is your uh, no news from around the, the uh, nation there, top, top floor Ray? All right, so um, – I went to a Pirates game on Sunday during the Memorial Day Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it was a doubleheader on Saturday. The Pirates won in a shutout both games, but I went to the third and final game. It was a very close matchup, but they lost four to three. And being in that stadium with uh, with fans at the advent of COVID is just awesome to see fans back in the stands. 
completely agree. Completely agree, Ray. Uh, when it comes to uh, to uh, fans being back in the stadium, and I'm sure Brandon can attest to this, he was at both Grizzly games uh, this past weekend. But uh, when you look at uh, the fans being back in the stadium, I mean, it's just – it's so nice. I mean, I, I'm a big wrestling uh, fan, as everybody knows. And Saturday night was an all-elite all wrestling pay-per-view, and it was full capacity. And it was yes. so great to watch wrestling with – fans back in the stands. It was just, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, most definitely, Ray. I completely agree. And uh, I'm glad that you had a good time with the baseball, man. That's, that's, that's a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, um, Nathan, did you watch a little bit of the Indianapolis 500? A little bit, not too much. Little, though. I mean, I watched the Indy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh, Doing all the cookout and everything, you know, uh, but yeah, got to watch the ending of it. I mean, it was a great race, dude. I, I was, I loved it. Love seeing cars go that fast. I mean, just I, I would actually love to be there for that. You know what I'm saying? Just to be at most you know, It was a full see how fast some cars. I mean, look, they were showing. There, there was a guy that showed a video, a clip, and he just had his camera facing forward. And he said, "Let me show you how fast these cars really go up here live." And dude, it was like a blink of light just going by. He said, "You know, you can't see them." Yeah, you can't see them. They're doing about 234 miles an hour rolling right by you. No, no breaks. Um, yes, to Aaron's point, there was 135,000 people, and I believe that that was 40 percent capacity. Oh. Um, so that's insane. Um, but 135,000 people were there at the Indianapolis 500 at the Brickyard. Um, Brandon, you're gonna have to say the guy's name. You know, I can't say it. Uh, but uh, very Julio happy to see Castro Neves. Castro Neves get his fourth Indianapolis 500 victory. Now, let me just say this, guys. If you've won four Indianapolis 500, you're damn good at what you're doing. That's just all there is to that, period. Uh, Brandon, what do you uh, – I know you I know you enjoy the, the Indianapolis 500. It's always on your birthday weekend. So uh, what did you enjoy about the Indy 500? Brandon. Sorry, I'm I'm having problems with my phone. Uh, no, so I, I gotta be honest, I really wasn't able to watch much this year, um, just because I've had some stuff going on with my family and everything like that. But right. um, I got I got to see the uh, tail end of it, like Nathan did, and just thinking about a storied guy like Helio Castroneves winning his fourth title <coughs> at the Brickyard is um, really really. Uh, exciting I, I i think that uh he he's one i mean he's one of the greats uh if you're winning four indy 500s you're an all-time great that, that i don't know if it's ever been done i'm sure i'm sure there's some uh somebody's probably done it once but there, there's no way that like guys like this i mean the guy's awesome that's all i can say uh I, I wasn't able to see much of it, but uh, I, like I said, I did see the tail end. So I don't really know what to say as far as uh, um, certain things. Cause I, like I said, I had a lot going on this weekend as far as family stuff right. and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, uh, seeing a guy win his fourth Indy 500 and I don't want to sound uneducated on the subject, so I'm not going to keep talking about it. Uh, but yeah, seeing, seeing a guy like Helio, Win it his fourth time is, is pretty exciting stuff, especially for IndyCar fans because he's a name in IndyCar that people know. Um, my biggest surprise of the race was Scott Dixon went a lap down early in the race, and he was the pole sitter. He was the favorite to win it, and I, I, I did see that, which is just crazy. He was actually the guy I picked to win it. So um, you never can tell what's going to happen when cars are going 225 miles an hour. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Wow, that light is bright. Um, BA masks. You want to you want to play like the pros. You want to look like the pros. Go to bamask.com. Alan McFerrin and company do an amazing job uh, making each face mask with precision. He's got like eight or nine different styles. I mean, it, it's crazy. You have to go to the website, check it out for yourself. 
You can even design your own face mask. BAMask.com. BAMask on social media. If Welcome, you want Christian a Johnson. Mask, you can design yeah. a space mask. I, I don't know. I'll have to get with Alan on the space mask part. Uh, my little Freudian slip earlier this in the show, I said space mask instead of face masks. But mm -hmm. go to BA Mask and you can get some face masks. Hey, uh, Wes, welcome, Wes. Kristen. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Hey, man. Sorry, sorry to cut you off or interrupt. Oh, you're Look, good. Uh, another news I, I, none of us even mentioned. I think it's something to mention right now. Julio Jones and Aaron Rodgers looking for a new place. And the I saw this uh, thing come across the the screen. What about what if we're looking at Aaron Rodgers playing with Julio Jones sometime? What Ooh. if Green Bay Packers pick up Julio just to make up for you know <laughs> how bad the heat? I, I think or, that relationship is done. I think it's cooked. I don't think there's any making up on it. I think but, that the Packers could sign Julio, and Aaron Rodgers would be like. Screw you. But what about this? Brandon, you're a big Broncos fan. Let me let me throw a little fantasy at you. What if, what if Broncos got Julio Jones and Aaron Rodgers? How happy would you be? We don't need Julio. Oh. Oh, okay. We have an we have an all pro wide receiver in Cortland Sutton. <laughs> we have a star rookie who's probably the best route runner in all of football, Jerry Judy. <clears throat> True. We have a star tight end in Noah Fant. Tim Patrick is an up-and-coming wide receiver. We do not need a washed Julio Jones. The Tennessee okay. Titans can sign him. That's right. That's what I was about to say. Wes, me and you, we'll take him. We will take him. Because A.J. The Brown's already said he'll give up his jersey for him. He wants him to come. We already got I'll him just, running back. <laughs> all right. Since, since, since we're going to go here, I'll go here. I don't give a damn that AJ Brown's gonna give up his jersey number for Julio Jones. I don't care about. I don't care if Julio Jones steps on the field more as double zero. I don't care. What I'm concerned about is that AJ Brown's flapping them gums. But then if the Titans do get him and then he becomes the number one, AJ Brown's gonna get pissed off and he can say what he wants. But in the NFL, it's a team sport, yes, but it's also a lot of it's all it's all individuals at the same time, and we all know this. I my concern is that it's going to become a Randy Moss was at the Titans and they didn't get him the ball. They couldn't get him the ball. Now I do believe that with the Titans' offensive line, with the running back that is in the backfield, I think that running game is going to open up a lot more pass as we've seen. And obviously, we know Ryan Tannehill is great at the play action. And for the most part, Tannehill makes smart decisions with the football. Uh, as a Titan fan, I would love to have Julio Jones. I'm not going to lie, but uh, I like this core that we've got right now. Um, and I would like to see us use some guys that we've got on the roster, uh, perhaps, maybe, um, and, and utilize them a little more. And I, and I know that's saying something considering it's Julio Jones, but, I, I mean – that's just my opinion. Go ahead. I know somebody's got a rebuttal back to what I just said. Okay. I would, but I already called him washed. <laughs> Welcome, Kristen Johnson, to the show again. Well, Kristen, how are you, man? Doing good, man. Glad to be here. Good deal. Good deal. You sound excited. It's been a, it was, it's been a great um, week. For me, <laughs> I yeah. guess. You yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Don't worry. We'll, we will get there. Don't you worry. Uh, all right. Up next. Up next. Uh, NBA playoffs are going on right now. I know there's a couple people in this room right now that have some very in-depth things to say, to say the least. Uh, but when you look at the NBA playoffs, Christian, uh, what – is a series that really has you, has you intrigued at the moment? Uh, I guess uh, – You can say that. I guess – It's okay. I'm not – I guess I'm intrigued at the fact that uh, we can't seem to win a home game. We play worse at home, apparently. But um, the, the most intriguing series to me is the uh, Blazers' Nuggets. Aren't they tied 2-2 right now? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the other series, I mean, yeah, uh, the Clippers and Mavs were 2-2, but I'm I'm at the point now where it's like, it's been a roller coaster series. Right now, the Clippers have all the momentum, but it it just feels like they're going to win the series now. I mean, yes, the Mavs went up 2-0, and yes, we can win a game and maybe take this to a game seven, but man, I don't know what it is with the Mavericks, but... It's like, well, the Clippers couldn't win at their place, and the Mavs can't win at their place. So maybe you know that, maybe Dallas tomorrow can get the win, but it's going to be tough. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are starting to play like they were expected to play. You know, uh, everybody yeah. expected this out of the Clippers, and they're finally. It's like they just kicked it into another gear. And yes, the Mavs are capable of winning the series, but it just doesn't seem like they've got it in them. Uh, Luca is. You know, Luca can't really do it on his own. You know, um, he's banged he's, up as I, well. I know he's got like some sort of he neck also injury. can't hit free throws. Yeah, he can. I know he can't, but he's that wouldn't have mattered. Just, well, true. that wouldn't have mattered. Um, but I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Um, and it's not Luca's fault that the Mavs aren't playing well. He's doing everything he can. Um. But yeah, he's dealing with some an injury right now. Apparently, he's good to go. You know, uh, we'll see how he plays tomorrow night. But man, right now it seems like the Clippers have all the momentum. It's weird because it, what when it when the Mavs were up 2-0, it felt like the Mavs were going to run away with the series. And now that it's tied 2-2, it feels like the Clippers are going to run away with it. So, um, game six will be very important. Or obviously for both teams, but how the Mavs can sort of respond after getting punched in the mouth two straight games. But like I said, the Blazers and Nuggets, that's a great series. Um, the Nuggets had Jamal Murray. It might not be so close, but credit the Nuggets, man. They're, they're hanging in there still against a good Blazers team. And that's a series where you don't – I mean, it could go either way. Yeah, it really could. Um, and I mean, there's some great series going all across uh, the NBA right now. Uh, let's go to the uh, Philly connection up there in the corner. Uh, speaking of the Phillies, uh, or a Philly team, uh, you've got the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, we talked about them a little bit earlier with Aaron. Uh, we've got an injury with Joel Embiid. Uh, Ray, give me a, a quick breakdown of that. Uh, Ray and Aaron both. I'll start with you, Ray. Uh, give me a quick breakdown of that series. All right. So Philly had the momentum going into game four against Washington. They lost Joel Embiid in the first quarter, I believe, Aaron. Yep. And um, they just couldn't keep up with the Wizards at that point. You know, there's a lot of concern coming into tomorrow regarding the MRI results. If Joel Embiid can come back in the series or even the playoffs at all. So there's a lot of fear right now in Philadelphia. The last thing we want is for the series to be tied three, three and going to a game seven in Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing we want. Yeah. We, we need to win tomorrow. We, yes, we do need to win to close it out. Because um, also another thing that scares me is now, um, now that we're down a guy, I don't know, um, Westbrook. You know, he he can amp. He knows when to amp it up. You know, I I used to go to some Thunder games, and my family are huge Oklahoma City Thunder fans, and I've seen him shift gears when everyone thought he couldn't. So, so I am getting very nervous. I think we need to really shut him down tomorrow. Definitely, and awaiting uh, the results of the MRI tomorrow, which will be publicized before the game. Yeah, that's don't worry, guys. Very, it's been a very interesting series. Um, I, I'm really. I mean, I think I think the 76ers are going to win the series. I think they're a better team. Uh, I think they can win the series without Joe and B being even being on the court. And I know that's kind of a bold statement, but I honestly believe it can happen. Um, but yeah, when you look at that series, um, it's like I said. I mean, does everybody agree? Uh, they they feel like Philadelphia yeah. is getting. I mean. I agree with you, Wes. I think Philly's good enough to win a game. Um, 
without Joel Embiid. But don't get me wrong, that's gonna that's gonna make things interesting. The Wizards, you know, they stole they won a game, keep the series alive. But I just feel like that's all they're gonna be able to do. I just think they're just gonna get one game. And um, yes, the Wizards can push the Sixers a little bit with them with Embiid out, but. And they may even win next game, but I just don't see them winning the series. But without him, <laughs> that's a huge blow to the Sixers, I think. You know, he's got to get back at the very least for next series. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, do y'all really see uh, Robin Lopez going off again? I mean, like he did the last game? That's what and I'm that saying. Guy, that, that son of a gun was hitting freaking baby hooks from everywhere. I mean, just bam, bam, bam. I mean, all, yeah. all around the paint. I don't know what he had going on, what juice he drank before the game. But if you're a 76er fan, you got to feel pretty confident that that's not going to, that lightning's not going to strike twice. Um, right. All right. Now to the series that I know this, this show is about to go on for an extra about 20 minutes here. Uh, Nathan, I'll let you go first when it comes to the series between the Memphis Grizzlies and the number one Utah Jazz. Like I said last week, not your Hornacek, Malone, Stockton Jazz. This is the number first time ever in their history, number one seed, Houston, uh, Utah Jazz. Grizzlies went out there, Nathan, uh, last time we talked about it. We talked about how this Grizzlies team is not scared. I still believe they're not scared. Um, but uh, I'll let you go first, and then Brandon will uh, come in after you. But uh, go ahead, Nathan. Get it off well, your chest. Well, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let Brandon have the, that series, to be honest with you. I'm going to let Brandon take over. Uh, I'll, I'll put my little input in it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he's a hell of a player. Uh, O'Neal was hitting those threes in, uh, in the game three. I mean, dude, Donovan Mitchell, he's on a whole nother level. Mike Conley, all more, you know, all the love for the guy. You know, he was a former Grizzly. I mean, I'll always be a Conley hey, fan. No. I'll always be a Mike Conley fan, no matter who he plays for, because, you know, but, you know, he came out. He showed us just how good he is. Uh, Donovan Mitchell did the same thing. I mean, you you sit there and watch the game. You see Mitchell over there on the, de- on the freaking uh, – on the bike. You know, you're thinking, okay, he's not coming back. We're good. We're good. Let's 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 speed it up. Let's speed it up. He gets to the game. He does what he does best. You know, he makes plays. But the game that I I'll sit here and talk about. I'll I'll go ahead and mention it right now. I want to talk about the Hawks and Knicks. That that's series. been a good series. That, man, that's that's really, I mean, that that's been a good series. Ju- Julius Randle over there at the Knicks, man. I've been I've been I ain't gonna lie. I've been pulling for the Knicks. I want I would love to see the Knicks win this. You know. If anybody caught the game, the home game in New York, dude, that fan base was crazy. I mean, we saw full capacity. I don't care what they said. No, it wasn't full capacity. No, that was full capacity, buddy. They were loving it. They took to the streets. They were chanting crap to Trey Young. <laughs> they you think they're going to come back down 3-1? Well, the game, they got uh, the next game. Oh, they're playing right now? Well, the ne- no, no. The next game is uh, Wednesday, and it's going to be in New York again. So they got to win three in a row. Yeah, they're, yeah. De- they're down three one right now, so they they have to win three in a row. But you know what? I ain't gonna. You know, if we got any Nick fans that are listening to this to this podcast, look, man, I'm with y'all. I I hope y'all beat the Hawks, man. I pull for y'all, Nathan's man. Nathan's on the y'all, train. Look, I I'll jump on that train with them. Because that 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 fan base, dude. Let me tell you, they they've been dying for this, you know. <laughs> Having to go through what they went through the past couple of seasons, the Nick fans are loving this right now. Julius Randle's tearing it up, but if they can stop Trey Young, they got it. But Trey Young's gonna be a tough one to stop, though. It's gonna be very tough to stop. And before we talk about this Grizzly series, uh, I just want to say this real quick. I've noticed um, on social media a lot of fans. Uh, I guess uh, forgetting that Mike Conley has been talented for years. And I don't, I mean, I'm <laughs> sure Brandon, I know Brandon has more to say about this. I know he does. But um, I, I mean, everybody's like, oh, Mike Conley went off. Well, Mike Conley can shoot the basketball. 
I mean, let's not get it twisted. This guy can flat out shoot. He always has. It's smooth. It always has been. It always will be. But, I, I mean, go ahead, Brandon. I'll just let you go. Go ahead. Hello, friends. I got something to add on that. Mike too. Conley is my least favorite Grizzly of all time. Mike Conley is ripping my heart out as we speak. Mike Conley, I want to box Mike Conley. Put me in a put me in a ring with Mike Conley. I want to be Jake Paul, and I want to make him Nate Robinson. You know he's got to be motivated. I dislike Mike Conley right now. You know how bad he wants to do. He's he. No, this is w, what he. Yeah, Christian, I I understand. I know, I know Mike Conley wants to beat Memphis, but bad. Here's the thing. Yeah. Mike Conley was traded to a contending team. The Grizzlies did him a favor. They could have shipped him anywhere. He was shipped to a contending team who's now the number one overall seed in the NBA playoffs. Oh, I was at both games. Whoop that trick. I've said it, I've said it several times on this show. I do not understand how a superstar like John Morant does not get foul calls. From the refs, it makes no sense whatsoever to me. He's the reigning rookie of the year. If Donovan Mitchell gets breathed on, there's a foul. Like last night, Dylan Brooks committed a foul, quote-unquote. They reviewed it. They said, oh, they made contact with the hand. Well, Donovan Mitchell lowered his hand down to initiate the contact, and he kicked his leg out under Dylan Brooks, and they called it a foul. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, that's fine. But my biggest thing is if you want to make this a series and you want to grow your fan bases as Memphis fans um, or just NBA fans in general, you have a superstar on the floor in John Morant right now. You need to protect him like you protect the Luka Doncic's, the Trey Youngs, the uh, uh, Donovan Mitchells, and everybody. Uh, so Mike Conley's not my least favorite player on the Jazz, by the way. It's Rudy Gobert. And if he wasn't seven foot two, I'd want to box him too. But I'm sure he'd knock me out. Um, well, look, Brandon. I'm sorry, but I, I have to agree with Brandon on here. The past two games, it's been bad calls. Morant, you could clearly see he's being fouled. I mean, but it, you know, it's bad. When They're blatant, the Nathan. They're just blatantly yeah. not calling anything. But but the or they're calling a foul on us. We we got a technical. <laughs> What was it? Ga- game three. We got a technical. Coach got a technical because he's like, dude, I'm tired of this crap, dude. You can't. Oh, hey, here. that place was rocking after Jenkins got that technical too. <laughs> it was, it was wild. Um, I, and look, I know, I know, this is Mike Conley's job. He's supposed to do this. We drafted John Morant to replace him, but also like he understood what was coming out of that. And like I said, Mike Conley doesn't owe us anything. He's coming to for our next man they're mm-hmm. the number one overall seed did i expect the grizzlies to uh make this uh make the playoffs yes that was the expectation this year did i expect them to go into utah and win game one hell no i did not i thought it was gonna be a 4-0 sweep because this grizzlies team is young and they're still learning but they have been in every game that they played in the series <coughs> every single one and the refs have swung the momentum for the Utah Jazz when the Grizzlies get all of their momentum built up. Game three, I was there Saturday. We got the lead late in the fourth quarter. What did the refs do? They said, oh, no, not anymore. Start calling foul after foul after foul. Rudy Gobert flopping all over the floor. Nothing. Um, uh, Royce O'Neal. Who the hell is Royce O'Neal? <laughs> Hitting every three that he throws up. Uh I've never, uh, I have to be honest with y'all, I've never seen a team shoot threes the way that this Utah Jazz team does. Like, it, they're, I'm going to go out on the limb and have a hot take. This, they're a better three point shooting team than the Warriors have been in like the last few years. Like, the Warriors will splash them down because they got Clay and they got Steph and they got backpack Draymond, uh, backpack jumper Draymond. Uh, but it, I, Sorry, guys. You can tell how emotional I am right now because I'm, I'm very, very, very uh, invested in this series right now. Not to interrupt, just to, just to piggyback off your one point, the Grizzlies Saturday night 
We're down 17, if I'm correct, if, I, if yes. my memory serves me yes. right. We're it's down 17 the the going into the third, came back, and I believe took the lead once or twice and then lost it. Am I right? Took the lead. Took the lead. Yes. Took, and took the lead, on that, and the rest, in the that rest same, in that same game, game, I literally watched Valanciunas go up to get a rebound with two arms. A guy grab his arm, pull it down, and pull him backwards, and there's no call. It's Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert gets yeah, away yeah, against, with everything. Against, against yogurt. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yogurt. Um, he gets away with everything. But like I said, you have a absolute superstar in John ja Morant. You have rappers out here making songs with his name in it. Help Moneybag Yo just dropped a song last night called Rookie of the Year about John ja Morant. Like, you got A-list guys out here who are supporting Ja. He is the fastest and youngest player to ever score 100 points or more in his first first uh, three playoff games. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it, guys. Like, he's an absolute superstar, and they don't want to protect him at all. And I guess it's the name on the front of the jerseys. Because it, this is a trend that continues every year for Memphis sports. And it doesn't matter if it's Memphis football. It doesn't matter if it's Grizzlies basketball. Hell, it could be the Memphis Redbirds. It, it's a trend, and I don't understand it. I just don't get it. You know, you have you have these other teams out here that get away with everything and anything. And I know the Grizzlies are still a young franchise. We're in our 20th year right now in the, in the, in the city of Memphis. Um. But, like, damn, man, it hurts me to watch this and other teams get away with stuff and us not be able to fight back, have a fair shake to fight back, you know. Um, It it, it really pisses me off to no no end. And uh, I I could rant for hours and hours and hours. I'm not going to (laughs) because when it comes down to it, Yes, there's bad calls and everything like that. But when you shoot 10 of 35 from three last night, you're not going to win a game. No. Um, it, but look, and I, it's it's frustrating. Look, I'll say this. I want to add this in there. Brooks, dude, fouling out. And what what was uh, game three? Fouling out. Dude, you could tell the look on his face, how frustrated, how fed up he was. Dude, he just he just get he just tossed his hands up when they called that when he, they fouled him out. He just said, "I mean, what's the point? We can't. We can't. ain't no point out here, dude. We we do whatever we got to do out here, and you know it's not being given to us. You know they're just calling anything they want. So, but I I, I don't know, man. It was, it was, it was tough to watch. It really was. Uh, it's it's crazy, you know. OJ Simpson got away with murder. Dylan Brooks can't get away with touching somebody. I know. It's oh, ridiculous. OJ, was sorry, I, had to th- I, I I was thinking of an analogy. And it's I, like that. I, I was just like, yeah, that, that's a good one. But <laughs> you don't know, Brandon. It's like that TV on ABC. How to OJ get away was, with murder? OJ was playing golf that night. Oh yeah, he was playing golf. <laughs> yeah, crazy. if the gloves don't fit, you must have quit. Um, exactly, no, buddy. If the gloves uh, don't fit, you must have quit. But <laughs> moral of the story on this series, I just want to box Mike Conley. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, Get a three point shooting contest with him. No. <laughs> I, boxing would be fun to watch. Um. Yeah, the, the the NBA playoffs are going to be exciting. Uh, no matter who wins what series, it's going to be exciting. No matter what. Uh, another thing that has me very excited. We just got the uh, we had a little Monday announcement yesterday from the NCAA. They announced the college baseball World Series uh, tournament bracket. Um, with the Regionals being held in well, there's 21 different regions. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, but top eight uh, were announced. Uh, Arkansas unanimous number one. Uh, Tennessee was number two. 
Uh, Mississippi State was in there. Tennessee was uh, uh, Texas uh, was up there too. Te yeah, Texas was up there. TCU, uh, numerous others. Uh, when you look at the SEC baseball, Christian, we'll go to you. You were actually at the tournament uh, over the weekend. You lucky little dog. Um, I saw some good baseball too. I was getting ready to say, man, just just give us a quick rundown of just how good the baseball was that you got to watch. Well, going into this thing, you know, I was excited to go, but I didn't honestly did not expect Arkansas to win it. I thought, you know, they they didn't want. I thought that they really didn't want to win it, but I was wrong. Dave Van Horn said they went to this thing to win it, as if they had something to prove. And I think um, there was a lot of people who still felt like, yes, they're number one, but you know, maybe they still have something to prove. And I think Arkansas proved that they're the number one team. Um, and that, I mean, they proved they're the best team in baseball. That doesn't mean they're going to win it all. But, you know, they proved that they're the best team in baseball for a reason. Um, but it's going to be a – oh, man, Omaha is going to be a, a bloodbath. It always is. Um, yeah. It is but, you know, I mean, there's no guarantee Arkansas is going to make it, but they should. That'd be the biggest disappointment in, in a long time if this team does not make it. Uh, I have no doubt that they will. Um, um, it looks like they got the interesting fact. Um, I was in a box seat next to uh, Rick Barnes, Tennessee basketball coach. And we thought we saw Phil Fulmer in there, but apparently we did. Funny story about uh, that. My I uncle doubt. asked Rick. Yeah, he wasn't there. I, I knew it wasn't him, but I was like, why would he be there? You know, yeah. I was going to start to think, why would he be there? But um, anyway, yeah, it was an exciting, it was a very exciting tournament. Um, Tennessee brought a lot of fans. Uh, too bad that they lost, though. <laughs> But they had a, they had a big support group there. Uh, Arkansas had some had a pretty big amount of fans, but a long trip from Fayetteville. It's long. Well, not Fayetteville. you know. I saw a lot of different a lot of different fans. A lot of good baseball. Um, a lot of good teams. Uh, I think you're going to see. You could possibly see six team SEC teams in Omaha. I think there's that many good teams, but in a, another interesting thing uh, in Arkansas's regional, they're going to see Nebraska, which Dave Van Horn's former school he used to coach there for a long time. That'd be pretty neat if they could play each other there. Uh, but no, I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of good, a lot of good games, got a lot of good regional. Uh, it'll then, be fun. And then New Jersey. The Institute, Institute of Technology. Technology, yeah, they're going down there too. I didn't even know there was a. T I didn't even. Yeah, I've never heard never of heard of them. I'm sure Ray has, but I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I've heard of them. them. Um, they make their appearance in the NCAA's uh, once in a while. Mm -hmm. You heard of them, Ray? Yeah, so I've heard them before, but I haven't heard about them in a. Well, I, I guarantee the here. I guarantee the hogs are going to take them serious. You oh, want to yeah. know why I've heard of them? Oh gosh, because they eliminated John Calipari oh. in Kentucky in the NIT. Oh no way! Is, is that who that was? They eliminated yes. Kentucky. Wow, I guess I forgot. I mean, I I knew Holy somebody, but I didn't remember what the name was. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, when you look at these regionals, um. I mean, let's be honest. This right down the road for me in Ruston, Louisiana. This Louisiana Tech regional is going to be good. You got Alabama coming to town, uh, oh. and, and and others. Uh, Starkville is going to be hopping. Freaking Stark Vegas is going to be jumping all weekend. Ole Miss has got a hell. I got to that regional. I got to see Mississippi State's. Possibly. I mean, they did go two and they did go two and done, which surprised me in the tournament. But I got to see that. I don't think they cared about the tournament, honestly. No, they, well, they probably. They did not care at all about that tournament. Yeah, they I don't think Mississippi State cared pictures. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they they you're right. Obviously, obviously they didn't care about that tournament. Right. Um, yeah. but I I got to see their field. I got to see their uh, field on the way on the way to Hoover, and man, it's 
their honestly their campus is beautiful. Like yes, it needs to be said I didn't, it, I mean I, I've seen I've seen, you know, Arkansas, Alabama, and they're not they're very nice campuses. I saw Alabama's too over the week. But um as an Arkansas guy, you know, I'll say that they have a well, I might get some flack for this, but they have a prettier campus than Arkansas. I agree. Uh, which 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 surprised me. It honestly State. surprised me. Look, it honestly wait, wait. surprised me. I, well, I'll say this, uh, Christian. I'll say this about uh, you know besides Alabama, I've been on the campus too much, and I've been to I've been to Ole Miss, seen their campus. I've seen Mississippi State. I've seen Arkansas. But I will say this about Mississippi State: if you ever get the chance to go to Starkville, go to Mississippi State. You got there's get, not much you, there. There's not no, much no, there, no, but no, 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 no. You gotta get some ice cream. They make their own oh. ice cream, buddy, and it's so that's freaking about, good. Brandon, you that's can, probably you all that's in Starkville, honestly. They're cheese. They make their no. own. Go they make their own ahead, cheese. Brandon. They make their own ice cream. They make their own dairy products down there. It surprised yes, me, you know. And there is a little bagel shop right there on campus. It's right around the corner from um, the science building, um, which is where we used to tailgate to uh we were parked to tailgate for the games but it's a little it's a little bit a little just a little hole in the wall hut place got some of the best freaking bagels you could think of and then if you're not paying any attention right across the street from it is a amazing place to eat and my it slips my mind as to what it's called they've got these great plastic take-home cups that i've got a few of but uh anyway yeah start i honestly got to see duty noble duty noble is a beautiful field oh yes but I mean, they—that is probably—I would say Duke Nova is probably one of the more in, most intimidating stadiums in the country, uh, because a the fans are right there on you, but b man those they're just they're relentless. Like they cheer for everything. It doesn't matter. Cowbell, I mean, it, yeah, God knows cowbell. Uh, don't do it, Brennan. Do not ring that cowbell. Um, but um, I can't find it. <laughs> I, man, I hate that. God, I hate that. But yeah, college baseball uh, was, is going to be was great. Cool to, hey, it was can, I, can I, I say something history. about Mississippi State right now? Yeah, go ahead. So their regional is not the greatest. Um, you got Samford, who should be decent, but. Everybody else is just kind of eh. If Mississippi State side of the bracket, if you look at the bracket, if they don't walk to Omaha, there's a problem. Yeah, the toughest team that they're going to have to play is Michigan. Um, but, uh, possibly. Is, was it Notre Dame that they might match up, or was that another bracket? I'm, I'm thinking Tennessee, maybe. Man, it's weird how they position all the brackets together. Like one of them's like <laughs> like the Tucson bracket will will pair with the Lubbock bracket. And I'm like, hell, that don't make any geographical sense whatsoever. And then, like, the Arizona brackets pairing with, like, uh, somewhere on the East Coast or something. Like, it makes no sense geographically. I will say this. Like, Nebraska's not close. New Jersey's not close. It's like, what's going on with the Fayetteville bracket, you know? like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad. I'll be honest with you, man. I feel really bad for that team coming in to play Arkansas because Arkansas is going to throttle them. And and it's nothing nothing against the other team. That's how good Arkansas is. I think Arkansas, uh, if they don't make Omaha, it's, it's, it's shocking to me, number one. But they if don't they win don't, at all. It, if they don't win at all, it's actually somewhat disappointing. This team has proven time and time again yes. that they're the best team in the country on paper. But you have to go out and earn it, you know. And and it's don't get me wrong. Not it's it's hard for the number one team in the country to win it. I mean, yeah. a lot of you you have to have a lot of luck to win to win it, man. Um, that's baseball for you. But I will say this, man: being in Hoover, getting to witness history, Arkansas winning their first SEC tournament in history. It's cool to be there, but those players, you know, you watch them on TV and you and you you know they're good. But when you when you get there up close in person, seeing these pitch these players play and these batters and these hitters hit, they're like they already look like they're professionals. They're just so dang good, you know. Um, you see Kumar Rocker, he 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 threw hard. Uh, you see, I mean, all the pitchers 
all these pitchers look like they're throwing 100 miles an hour in person. I mean, it's just crazy, crazy how good these guys are. Um, and it's yeah, I mean, it was a great weekend of baseball. Um, I'm excited to uh, see who makes it to Omaha. Um, I think, like I said earlier, I want to be a homer, but SEC is probably going to have at least five teams in it. Um, uh, that's a lot. Well, that'd be that that'd be a lot, but I'd say at I, least no, four. I, don't, I, I mean, you're looking at Arkansas. I think Arkansas is going to going to going to make it. I think Tennessee is good enough to make it. I think Mississippi State will make it. Um, I think it's him like Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, I was well, yeah. Vanderbilt, Ole, Miss, Ole Miss, four. Ole Miss is a good team. Ole That's Miss can sneak in, but Ole Miss is to look out for Southern Miss in their own regional. Southern Miss is a damn good baseball team. Them boys Arkansas, down there in Hattiesburg are playing some. Arkansas could possibly match up with Alabama in the super regional. Nathan, that would be yeah. a nice super regional. It was. It's either nice it'll be regional. it'll be them or Louisiana Tech, which Louisiana Tech's no no yeah. slouch either. Well, I also want to say this. I'll say Texas, man. Texas, uh, I'm looking at theirs. They have a good chance. They got, I mean, uh, the only thing I can see them is, uh, you know, Florida's in the bracket right below them, you know, and they got, I mean, Florida's got, let's see, Florida, South Florida, South Alabama, and Miami. And that's all Florida's got in their bracket. So, I mean, Florida should easily take it. I don't think Florida makes it out of their own regional. I think. I think Miami takes that regional, possibly mm-hmm. South Florida, but Miami. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I think uh, see Notre Dame's got Michigan in their in their bracket, uh, and you know yeah. I I see Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt can walk straight through right yes. right into Omaha easily. Same thing uh, with Mississippi State. Same thing with Arkansas. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there, when, when you go look at the SEC teams and where they're placed and. And who they're positioned with. I still have a feeling. I still at, have a feeling we're going to see an upset. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. I mean, somewhere, somewhere. Not just in one uh, game. Not just in one game. I mean, like, you know, whether it be in a regional or a super regional. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I feel just, like at least one one good SEC team is probably. I feel like at least one. I, is, yep. Well, I think I think this would be a great series to watch right here, fellas. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's uh, going to be Texas Tech. You know, they got uh, Army West Point, West Point yeah. which they should be able to take that. UCLA's got North Carolina. I'd like to see Texas Tech and UCLA go at it. That's going to be a good – I think that will be a good uh, series to watch right there. I think it's going to be a fun one. Keep an eye on North Carolina in that regional. And LSU squeak, how about LSU squeaking in? I was just going to talk about that. Um, that's, that's a uh, – that. Uh, that's they just I, handed that to them. So that the other I think it's because Maneri. Exactly that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. My I think Maneri. Well, I don't know if he did his purpose, but he did. Obviously, he probably didn't retire, so he could his team could make it into. The no, no, no. I don't think he did that at all. You I know, but you for recruiting reasons and things of that nature for next season. Uh, I mean, but I, I think, knew as soon as that. I, I knew as soon as that happened. There. But look, I'll say this. I'll say this. As an Alabama fan, dude, I was shocked that we got picked into it. I mean, I know we beat Tennessee, knocked them out in that series. Y'all were in the last four in, yeah. Y'all won. Y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all won so, y'all's first two games in Hoover, and that 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 sealed the deal. Um, yeah. So so you know, getting invited to that Alabama hasn't been to this in freaking oh, forever, dude. It's been a long time. Yeah. So you know, for us you to get in, to you, Nathan. huh? I was shocked too, Nathan. Yeah, I mean now, now on the other end of the ball with softball, now we're doing good. I'm kind of shocked, but this yeah, right here we'll get there in just a second. Yeah, I mean when you look at this baseball, go ahead. Alabama and Arkansas could easily play in the Super Regional. Um, I, uh, I think they, uh, you know, that's they kind of did that on purpose, so you know, keep another SEC team out of it, but. I don't want to. I honestly don't want to see an all SEC Omaha. I want to see some other teams there. I think we'll see that. I think TCU, Texas, uh, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. I think the Big Twelve. I don't think they're um, well, that far behind. Stanford, I don't maybe. think they're that. Yeah, and Stanford. I think. I don't think the big the talent discrepancy in the Big Twelve and SEC is really that. I think that Big Twelve is a really. Good conference. I'm going to give you all an upset right now. 
Okay. I think TCU is going to lose and Oregon State's going to move on. Yeah. That's a possibility. Uh, I'm telling I, I you, man, I'm telling you, keep an eye out for those Pac-12 hey, teams. You can't hate keep Oregon an eye State. out for it's the ACC. For first baseman's fault, he couldn't catch the ball. Well, I mean, look, I, look, I hate you got, here if if Robert Moore was playing second base in that World Series, we'd be we would have won that. But but Dude. here's the thing, I I agree with West though. I'll, I'll put I'll put somebody in the Pac-12. Let's go Arizona. I watch out for them. I, I mean Arizona softball Arizona softball team could win the whole thing. I tell I'm telling you. Yes, they're good. Their co their coach has won eight national championships, which is insane to me. Yeah. So uh, Arizona's uh, baseball team right now is freaking – I mean, yeah. dude, it, I mean, from what I can see, they got Oklahoma State in there, Ole Miss is in there, Florida State, Southern Miss. So, but, I mean, don't don't sleep on Arizona right now. They can oh, they could definitely – they can get to Omaha. I'm telling you, man, Southern Miss is a team to look out for. Yeah, Everybody, they're like, always tough. They're tough, Arkansas, Arkansas's gotten them in their regional like, re, like a couple times the past few years, and they never beat us, but – it felt like, you know, you had to, like, really play your A game to beat them. You have to earn it against them, for sure. Speaking well, of softball. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is in oh, trouble strictly because they have yeah. Southern Miss, Southeastern Missouri, and Florida State in that region. Oh, All Florida State's good, too. Quality baseball team. Yes, most definitely. Florida State's really good, too. Uh, when you look at softball, uh, of course, uh, Alabama won theirs against uh, Kentucky. Uh, Arkansas got knocked off by Arizona. Um, LSU was knocked off. Uh, Florida State ended up winning that regional. Um, so they're heading to Omaha as well. As I mentioned earlier, James Madison is heading to Omaha. Oklahoma, of course, is the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. My bad. Oklahoma Just, City. My bad. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Same difference. Not, not really. But um, <laughs> when when you look at when you look at Oklahoma City, uh, I think it's going to be a amazing. Softball tournament. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma is the overall number one. Um, I don't think you can forget the defending national champions, and that's UCLA. Uh, right. I, I feel like they're a team that nobody's really, really talking about. Um, everybody wants to talk about Oklahoma, uh, Alabama, for example. Uh, Florida State is a team to look out for in Oklahoma City. Um Brandon, when you look at softball in Oklahoma City, not Omaha, uh, you think it's going to be Oklahoma? Or you think? Uh, you I, I think, think Oklahoma is going to win it. But the really cool storyline here is the number one team in the country is Oklahoma. The number five team in the country is Oklahoma State. Um, they're playing in their home state of this uh, women's college world series, which is really cool. Um, I think that's an awesome storyline, but don't forget that Georgia's sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Georgia was going- surprised a lot of people this year. I'm right. The women on that team are really, really just uh, mentally tough when it comes on the field because they make all the right plays and they can hit. That's another thing that people are forgetting about them. Um, so you can't count Georgia out right there, but yeah. My number one storyline is Oklahoma and Oklahoma State both making it uh, in the state of Oklahoma, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ray and uh, Aaron, what is your uh, what is your storyline to look out for when it comes to Oklahoma City this year? Well, see, um, <clears throat> so I was actually just in Oklahoma City last week, and um, and everyone there, like the buzz going around, is obviously Oklahoma, but um, I'm kind of with y'all, like. I cannot, we cannot forget about UCLA because UCLA will come roll in there and he'll be ready. Hold on one second. Go ahead, Ray. Yeah, so big, 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 what Aaron said. Uh, um, uh, they um, are. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. Oh, yeah, but um, UCLA, um, I, I was really hoping now my, the buzz was. Um, was Arkansas, but then we lost. So then now, now I'm all in the Oklahoma train there. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Ray, right. what about you, man? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, so Ray. take a bag, take a bag, and what Aaron I had mentioned. UCLA is the 
defending national champion. They're going to go for the Baker's Dozen. 13 national championships. And count out Oklahoma and Alabama and everyone trying to get their pedestal on there, you know. And it's going to be a very good College World Series in Oklahoma City. There's no, no doubt about that. But look at James Madison. The remarkable story that they had, you know? Yep. They're the yeah. uh they're are they the Cinderella of college soft? Yes. This year anyway. Are, are they are I one mean, of they them. May have, I haven't the I haven't kept up I haven't kept up with them all season. They may be a good team. Obviously they are. But, you know, it's it's a team that most people, you know, nobody expects James Madison to win the college world. You know what I mean? So that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, disappointing Arkansas lost their two games to uh, a really good Arizona team. I honestly underestimated Arizona. I didn't think they were as good as they were, but they're a good team, man. And when you got a coach that's won eight national championships, he's been he's been at Arizona for a long time. Like. Can't sleep on the Wildcats going into this tournament. There's a lot of, there's actually a lot of good teams in this tournament. Obviously, Oklahoma is going to be the pick, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it'll be just a walk in the park. They're going to have to go out and earn. And, you know, Georgia surprised me going Florida and win, winning two games. Um, you know, I, that's an SEC game. I'm sure they uh, SEC series. I'm sure they, you know, they know each other through and through, playing in the regular season. But I'm glad they won. I don't really like Florida. But Georgia, they're a team you can't sleep on going to the tournament. Um, Alabama, obviously, <laughs> they have that experience. They they know how to get it done. They got a good team. They could, you know, I'd say, I would say, I'd say Alabama, besides Oklahoma, I'd give them the biggest uh, – well, and UCLA too. I can't keep forgetting about those guys. They're those girls. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. There's just a lot of good teams in this tournament. Yeah, there is. And I, there's a lot of really good teams in that tournament. Uh, it's going to be really good. Uh, Aaron, go ahead and finish your point uh, about Oklahoma. Oh yeah. So um, I just I just think their situation is similar. To Arkansas, it's just the only difference is it's like a home game to them. They're they're in Oklahoma City, so um, so it, it's every game they're gonna play. They're 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 gonna stack the stands with their fans, and it's gonna be a home game, like like nobody's business. But but um, I was forgetting about Alabama. I knew I was because I re, I remember Georgia and Alabama, but um, um, I think between those four, between Oklahoma, UCLA, Georgia, Alabama. And I'm probably missing another one, but I mean, I am so pumped. But overall, I I think Oklahoma will win it. Just just like in Omaha, the Hogs are going to win it. But but um, I think um, I'm hoping for um, upsets and excitement and a Georgia going in there and winning, an Alabama going in there and winning. You know, even though Alabama wins enough. I would I would like to see that happen. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 exciting. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait for both of them to get started up. Uh, I believe one starts Thursday Thursday this week. Yeah. I believe is is, is when they get cranked up. A uh, lot of a uh, lot of channel surfing. ESPN three is going to be a lot of people's best friend uh, coming up this weekend for sure. A lot of hog fans are a little ticked off that they're on ESPN three, but you're playing yep. uh, whoever international tech, or whoever New Jersey. Tech. Yeah, New Jersey as international. As long as away from me to watch tech or whatever that is. Um, but uh, when you look at everything, I mean, uh, last weekend was, <clears throat> of course, Memorial Day. Uh, we all celebrated uh, the ones who did not make it home. Um, uh, I also think it's important to celebrate the veterans who did make it home but took their own lives. Uh, I don't think that, in, in my opinion, there's not much of a difference. Uh, they still did not make it home. 
So um, uh, we we celebrated that uh, on yesterday, being Memorial Day. But it was a great weekend of sports. We've got another action-packed weekend of sports coming up this weekend. Uh, once again, I am Wes Pruitt. Nathan what? Wilson has got something to what? say. Go ahead, Nathan. Yeah, I do. I do. Hey, uh, about the softball tournament, and I'll go ahead and say it. Oh, go ahead. All right, Alabama's coming in. All right, I know. The last time Alabama won an SEC championship, they did. They did win the title. They went all the way. But one thing I want you to look at for Alabama, and this is something that I think everybody should see: pitcher Montana Fouts, three over three hundred strikeouts. There has not been one game that she has not played in. And the coach tells her every day, he comes up and asks her, how you feel? And she's always, I'm ready to go. She she is an unstoppable force. Kentucky gave her a good scare, a good run. But this girl, she can paint the corners. She can pitch. I mean, three. think about it, guys. 300 strikeouts, over 300 strikeouts. She has the record. As of right now, she has the record. I mean, so, you know, I'm, go- I'm not going to say Alabama is going to go all the way. I- I'll go ahead and give you my final. I think Arizona is going to be a tough one for Alabama, and I think it's going to be a good game to watch. I think it's going to go down to the final game. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. Uh, but at the end of it all, I think you're going to see Oklahoma-Alabama. That is what I think it's going to be, and it's going to be one of them games. I'm not going to pick out the outcome, but I think it's going to be a hell of a softball series to watch, though. Especially if Montana Fouts stays healthy through the whole uh, World Series. So I think it's oh, double I elimination. I think it's double elimination in, until the World Series, and then it becomes a series, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think like that's a, it's a, it becomes a two best of. Uh, yeah, three, two. You know, whoever can and win yeah, two games yeah, out of yeah. three, best yeah, of three. Yeah. Yeah, it comes becomes best of two out of three, and it's double elimination until you get there. It's going to be an amazing tournament. Both tournaments, Omaha and Oklahoma City. Uh, are going to be both amazing. Uh, thank you to everybody listening. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. I'm leaving one out. Twitter. Uh, thank you to everybody watching. BA Masks, thank you for being our title sponsor. Once again, Alan McFerrin and company over there do an amazing job creating high-precision, high-quality face masks. BAMask.com and on social media at B a masks christian johnston nathan wilson aaron smith ray mckenna brandon bumgarner i am wes pruitt we are four star sports show thank you very much for listening this evening hope everyone has a great night